A reading from the Gospel of Luke. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him, since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to mutter, he has gone to be a guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, today salvation has come to this house because this man, too, is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. Here endeth the reading. Thank you, Ben. Why don't we pray? Gracious God, in this busy time and in this busy place, thank you for a moment for us to gather together and um, to remember that you seek out the lost and the lonely and you shake us out of our trees and you love us. All these things we pray in your precious name, Jesus. Amen. So welcome back. You came back. Um, we're so relieved. Um, we lose a lot after the first day. People are like, this is too much, this whole grace thing. And then, um, then they just don't show up the next day. So we're glad that so many of you came back. Um, my name is Sarah Condon, and it is my honor to be the chaplain for this 2018 Mockingbird Conference. We're so glad you're all here. A few weeks before Easter, when things are very, very busy in our household, our oldest child came home with a um, bad behavior report from school. Now, it, at his school, um, you either get a glow note, which means that you've done something good, or you get a grow note, which means you need to grow. Um, We've only ever gotten one glow note, um, <laughs> so um, we get a lot of grow notes. Um, I would like to say that I have no idea where his behavior comes from, but when I was in middle school, I had to get to school most mornings at 7 a.m., and Miss Morgan, my choir teacher, would hand me a screwdriver and my job for 30 minutes was to flip over the choir chairs and to scrape the gum off the bottom of them because I was sassy and I talked too much. And now that's what I do for a living. So take that, Miss Morgan. Um, so <laughs> we know where our kid gets it from. So typically what follows a bad behavior note um, from school is a, like a loud lecture. I'm very into giving my small children loud lectures. It's super effective. Um, 
Southern mothers uh, tend to turn into kind of like a, it's this weird Yosemite Sam meets Dr. Phil kind of character. So you're like, you're like being very pointed and give, like I've actually heard Dr. Phil say, I'm gonna tell you where the cow ate the cabbage. So it's a lot of that kind of language. And then you just, and then you just lose it and it's like a Yosemite Sam and you're like, things are gonna be different around here, yes siree! You know, it's that kind of, and my seven-year-old's just like trembling. But I was tired and our son was tired and I just did not have it in me that weekend. I just didn't have it in me. So I looked at my husband on Friday afternoon and I said, how are we going to handle this? What are we going to say to him? What are his consequences going to be? And my husband said, we are going to love the hell out of that kid this weekend. That's it. We're going to love the hell out of that kid this weekend. I'm going out on a limb here, but I'm guessing that many of you are at this conference because at some point in your life, someone decided that they were going to love the hell out of you. Against all odds, against your behavior, they were just going to haul off and do it, and it brought you to your knees. Maybe it was your mom, maybe it was your dad, maybe it was a teacher that you remember, maybe it was a friend from AA or somebody from your church, maybe you've really had this experience with Jesus. But once you got a taste of someone loving the hell out of you, you have never wanted love to come any other way. I believe this is what we mean when we talk about the astonishing grace of God. He has resolved himself to love the hell out of us with no strings attached. And I believe that this is the kind of love Zacchaeus experienced when Jesus Christ called him down from that tree because Zacchaeus had only known conditional love, love with consequences, love with division, love with strings attached. Consequences are such an interesting concept. I mean, it's something we have to think about a lot as parents. But I often wonder if consequences actually help us, which I know is a dangerous thing to say in the world of parenting. But as an adult, I feel like, aren't we constantly giving ourselves our own consequences, right? Like, isn't that what life is? Like, we play back in our brains conversations we had 20 minutes ago, and we wondered if we said the right things. We second guess our every word and action, right? Like. Did, you know, did I tip the waiter enough in front of my friend? Weird things, right, that sort of play back in our brains. Like, aren't we all our own walking sinful consequences? And don't they just add to our own internal division? When Zacchaeus, the tax collector, got up that morning, he expected a normal day. He expected to go home in the evening and face the consequences of his own sin. He expected a graceless evening where he sat around 
and he drank too much wine, paid for by poor people he had cheated money out of. He expected to go home and feel the extreme loneliness that his actions caused him every day of his life. This is what Zacchaeus did every night. Zacchaeus led a life of deep despair and great self-loathing. Many of us, most of us, all of us, do the same thing that Zacchaeus did, right? We have this in our own lives. These days we drink craft beer, um, or if you're me, Sutter Home Pink Wine. I have a bottle in my fridge right now. And we scroll through social media, right? And, uh, and we, we feel despair. And we, we watch shows like This Is Us, right? And where we measure our own life against these like lives that are like perfectly imperfectly messy with like really good lighting and people that look like Mandy Moore. But it's the same lonely consequences. It's the same love with caveats attached. What we see in Luke 19 is that Zacchaeus's day was not business as usual. That afternoon, Zacchaeus saw this Jesus that he had heard people talk about. This man who offered people impossible grace. This man who was a friend to sinners. What if Jesus had been a southern mother? What if Jesus had looked up in that tree at Zacchaeus and said, there are consequences, short guy. I'm going to tell you where the cow ate the cabbage, right? It would, I actually use that phrase with my children. I'm not exaggerating. It's not good. It's not good. If Jesus had done that, it would have been yet another story to add to the history of humanity where love was measured with division, with expectation, and with meeting the mark. It would have been another story in the history of humanity where love was tempered with hellish expectations that Zacchaeus could have never met. It would have been one more time when the devil uses a cautionary tale to tell us that grace is not real. Where I'm from, we say that the devil can go sit on attack because that's not what Jesus did. He looked up at Zacchaeus and he said, hey man, good news. I want you to climb out of that tree and then I'm gonna come over to your house and you're gonna make dinner for me And all these yahoos standing around me telling me that I shouldn't be talking to you, I'm just going to ignore them. Like, this is what's happening now. This is your life now. Jesus says, Zacchaeus, I've decided to love the hell out of you this weekend. And every weekend, and every weekday, and in every sin, and in every failure, and with more grace than you could ever ask for or imagine. God has decided against all odds, against everything that makes sense, against anything we deserve, to love the hell out of us. Amen.